3: DJ Hushmanzada out of joining us. TJ, I'm sure you've seen the the fight video, right? Of the where the, there's the the wannabe Aaron Donald dude who's talking trash and is getting into it like four other Ram fans, which is weird, right? Ram on Ram crime, but somebody yells out, "I don't I hate DJ Khaled because he kind of has a little DJ Khaled look." Then he's walking away and a woman throws in a Pepsi, right? And all of a sudden all hell breaks loose and he he's got he he does the uh, Larry Curley and Mo slaps all three, and then they jump him, and he's getting sm- beaten down. You've seen that video, correct?
4: I did. He won't do that again. Nope. These big nope. dudes always try to bully people because they're big, and uh, he'll regret that because I've seen actually pictures of him walking out. His face was, oh, it took it took a ton of punches. That's for sure. So fortunate, man. Just go to the damn game and watch the game. Like, just go watch the game. Like all this fighting, man. Grow up. It's, to me, it's ignorant. But you know, they get drunk and they can't control their alcohol. That's what happens. I, I, I get it.
3: Right. Like it's a, it's a hard, like one. You're not a football player. I get it that you're at like this turbocharged, aggressive atmosphere. And just some guys are... We all have a friend who, when they drink, they want to fight, right? Some guys drink and they want to get with ladies. Some guys drink and they get sleepy. Some guys drink and they want to crack jokes. Some guys drink and they want to fight.
4: Hey, well, he drank and he wanted to fight and get sleepy because he looked like he got put to sleep.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. TJ Hushman's out of joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. How much should we take... Uh, What should we take away from watching these rookie quarterbacks play in the preseason?
4: Doug, for for them and for anybody, it's building blocks to step in the right direction if they play well. For the most part, they all did play fairly well. And so because you put stock into it because if they go out there and play terrible, what is the reaction going to be? I don't know if this kid's ready. Oh, they might have blew this pick. And so anytime you play well, you take stock in that because if a kid goes out there and plays bad, you're going to put stock into that also. And so it's a good thing, man. And I look forward to it. I'm not like I literally wanted to watch all these kids play. I was really looking forward to it. And I wanted to watch all the rookies play. And I was very interested in watching Jordan Love. That, that was my agenda this weekend, watching those kids and Jordan Love play.
3: All right, Jordan Love, go.
4: I thought he was fantastic. I thought he was fantastic. Hadn't played football. And as long as he hadn't played it and he went out there and I he could, could he have played better? Yeah. But he played very, very well. Nice quarterback rating, made some nice throws. Um, first game since college. I thought he did a very good job.
3: Uh, are you a buy? You so you're a buyer long-term or is it just based upon that one game? You just, you want to see what
4: else? I need to see more. I need to see more. But if he can stay on this trajectory, oh, of course I'm a long-term man with him. Um, Again, I I have a soft spot for him because he was part of the group as we were getting ready for the combine. So I got to know him a little bit. Um, We communicate here and there. And so I was happy for him to play well because I'm sure there was some nervousness heading into this game for him. I'm sure he was unsure of himself, and then when you get out there and you show yourself you can do it, it just makes things easier moving forward for him.
3: Uh, this is Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of T.J. Hushmanzada. All right, let's, let's get to Justin Fields.
4: Um, what would you think? Again, like you can't – I thought – to answer the question, I thought Justin Fields was fantastic. He used his legs, he used his arms. I thought Matt Nagy schemed them some plays, obviously. The touchdown pass, that, that was a great play call. But Justin Fields, he went out there and did what he's supposed to do. He made the right reads. A couple of balls could have been intercepted, but they weren't. Like, you know, this ball should have been – I don't care if it should have been – if it wasn't intercepted, does it really matter? And so Justin Fields, he showed he belonged. And the Bears, they don't have a ton of weapons. They don't have the best offensive line. And so whoever is that quarterback is going to have to create on their own and rely on Alec Robinson. And, and so, but, yeah, I, I thought Justin Fields was, uh, I thought he was fantastic as well. I, honestly, when you look at all the rookies, they all played well.
3: Yeah, all which, of them. But, but they're not all going to be good, right? That, that's the problem.
4: Well, well, okay, let's say this. History tells us that they all shouldn't be. But, I mean, and I hate to do I mean, you can go to drafts where all the quarterbacks in the first round were bust. Or you can go to certain drafts where they're all pretty good. And so, as of now, you don't know. But history has shown us that it's almost impossible for all of them to be that guy. But you never know.
3: All right. So, um, help me out. What is it? Uh, what, what is your sense of San Francisco? What do they ultimately do? Because Lance did look good. He did play well. But Garoppolo has led them to a Super Bowl.
4: That, that's a tough question because he was 5 of 14. I believe he had a couple of drops in there. And so even if you put the drops in there, they're not in there. He's, he's 7 of 14. That's still 50% of his passes. He hasn't played a lot of football. Even when he was in college, he hadn't played a lot of football. And so if I'm the Niners, I would really like for Jimmy G to start the season because I know Trey isn't going to be ready. You know, that that 80-yard touchdown pass, it looks good. We all know he has a big arm. We know he can run. But 5 or 14 in the preseason with backups, that's not going to get it done in the regular season against starters. And so if I'm the Niners, I would like to see Jimmy G as a starting quarterback. Because when Jimmy G is healthy, he, I mean, he wins games. I mean, it, it's simple. He's, he wins games. He just can't stay healthy. So if he can stay healthy, the 49ers should win a lot of games.
3: Um, uh, T.J. Ispin's is is our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, what about the New England Patriots? That was going back to Thursday. Mac Jones – and he got Cam Newton. What would you think?
4: I thought Matt Jones was, uh, he was solid. Didn't really throw the ball down the field much. You know, a lot of crossing routes, a lot of check downs, a lot of hitch routes. Um, but he was very accurate with the ball. I just don't know when you start the game plan for the Patriots, do you play everything tight and force him to go over the top? He can do it. But that's not New England's game. At least it wasn't with uh, Mac Jones this past weekend. At least if you have Cam in there, you've got to worry about the run. Mac's not, Mac Jones isn't going to run the ball. There are just so many different elements that uh, Cam Newton can present problems to a defense. But Mac Jones is what everybody thought he was. He's accurate. He knows where to go with the ball. doesn't have the biggest arm. But when you can throw in anticipation, you don't have to have the biggest arm.
3: TJ, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in Tua. Were you a Tua guy when he came out?
4: I actually was. I, I thought Tua was the third best quarterback in that draft, and I'm on record as saying that. I've told numerous people who I thought was the best quarterback in the draft, who I thought was the second best, and who I thought was the third best, and so forth and so on. Who do you think was but the best? I thought Herbert was the best. Yeah. And I said that prior to the draft.
3: Well you told and, me. You told me. You said the ball is different. He's just—he's different than like Burrow. You said you like Burrow, but just the ball is not—it's not—not as live as 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 you have. And 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 I guess that's a Herbert's a big dude who can really move and and really smart.
4: And he made himself look right, did he not? Like yes. the kid, Justin Herbert is a star, and the Chargers are lucky to have him. It's it's that simple. But I, I like Tua. Uh, he played at Alabama with a lot of great players. But it's his confidence. It's his ability to control a huddle, the smile, the charisma that he has. And so I thought he made some really good throws in that game, and then he made the little boneheaded pick in the end zone. But that's going to happen. Tua can play football, man. And the Dolphins have a good team. And so I'm just eager to see is learning another offense his second year, another offense, and so they're going to have to try to keep things the same for him if they want to see him improve. And so you're in your second year, you're learning another offense. That's not a good recipe for success for any young quarterback. So hopefully he can stand this offense for years to come and start to develop a rapport and get a feel for certain things within the offense and not be learning an offense every offseason.
5: Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, the think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter, right? If you have, then you're going to love Pick Six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown
2: is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 18+ in most eligible states age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions apply Pick 6 not available in all states including but not limited to Connecticut and New York for up to date list of states visit dkng.co/pick6states void where prohibited see terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos
5: this is Colin Coward from the herd with Colin Cowherd
3: Terms and conditions apply. TJ Hushman's out our guest on the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I I think there's a couple of teams which you like just fascinated by uh, Tennessee. They've done it running the football, really good defense. But now they add in a Julio Jones, so you have two really talented pass catchers. Does but but are, do they have a ceiling with? With Tannehill, or did they have the ceiling because of personnel around him?
4: Man, I think Tannehill might be one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. And it's because he was in Miami. And when he was in Miami, it was just, oh, right, Tannehill can't play. But was it really Ryan Tannehill, or was it uh, Adam Bug-Eyes Gase? <laughs> like, you just you think about that.
3: Well, he was good. Remember, he was good with Gase, and then he got hurt, right? He had his one breakout year with Gase and threw for over 4,000 yards. Then he hurt his ACL, and he tried to come back and play with it, like partially torn. And then he tore his ACL, and then he was playing well, and then he had the shoulder injury uh, his last year with the Dolphins. In, in, fairness, to, in fairness to Gase.
4: I, I just look at, you know, like uh, Kenyon Drake. He couldn't play in Miami. Comes into his own once he leaves Gase. Same thing with Devontae Parker. But, yeah, I think Tannehill is underrated. And when you're able to run the ball as effectively as Tennessee Titans are able to run it, that play-action game is always going to be there. And when you have Julio and A.J., it's like pick your poison. Do we want Derrick Henry running the ball down our throat, or do we want to have these two receivers one-on-one and hope our DBs can stop them? And so Tannehill is shown he's added. If you can let him play action, he's going to be accurate throwing the ball down the field. And so the Titans, they have a recipe on offense, and it's pick your poison. Which one? You want a slow death or you want a quick death? And that's how they look at it. <laughs>
3: it's a, it's a, just, you're going to die. It's just how, how are you, how are you going to die? <laughs> Which uh, one do you, you want it? You also, you, you know, they work with the quarterbacks, you work with the wide receivers. Who's going to blow up this year? Who's the guy who's like, Hey, uh, TJ said this is going to be a dude this year.
4: Man, I can give you three guys. One of them, I guess, would be obvious. would be Jalen Waddle in Miami. And then I like Rondell and Elijah Moore, those two.
3: Okay.
4: Like, I I think those kids, they're small. Like, they're short. But when you talk explosiveness and ability to create separation – Man, Elijah Moore, Ron Moore, thats what they do. It's where the game is going to the smaller receiver, but can run, can create separation. It would be those three guys.
3: Um, are we uh, are we seeing a, a different style? How are these guys able to be effective at their size? Is that Tyreek Hill and using them, you know, on shuffle passes and and the use of motion? Because you know, Tavon Austin has never hit you know, moved around again this offseason. I'm, I'm just wondering how why why we're seeing more small, explosive wide receivers.
4: See, Tavon, Tavon Austin was more of a, I wouldn't say a gimmick in college, but he got a lot of reverses, a lot of returns. But he wasn't just killing guys as a receiver. These guys are receivers. They're, they're receivers. You can line them up in a slot. You can line them up on the outside. They're going to get open. And, and and that's the difference is they're receivers that can play. Doesn't matter. It's not a gimmick where okay, we're going to give them a shovel pass. We're going to give them a quick screen. We're going to use reverses. They're receivers, and I think they're going to show a lot of people that they were probably drafted later than they should have been. Even though they both went in the second round, those kids can play.
3: DJ Hushmanzada joining us, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, you've had only praise for people. Give me a team that people think is going to be good that you're just not feeling.
4: It's really hard to tell, man. The, the majority of the teams that we think are going to be good, the reason they won't be would be because of injury. And, and so you you just don't know until you get through about a quarter of the season of uh, they're starting to have injuries. I mean, everybody assumes the Cowboys are going to rebound. I actually think they'll win the division, but if that can't stay healthy, and that offensive line can't stay healthy, they're not going to do much of anything. And so you just – injuries. Injuries are, are, are what will determine the really good teams because if the Chiefs lose Mahomes, everybody thinks they're a Super Bowl contender. That's going down the drain. And, and so – and and that's pretty much any really good team with a great quarterback – and so it's hard to say right now, really, to be honest with you. It's, to me, it's the injuries that will determine that more so than anything else.
3: Tebow's going to get caught, obviously, and the, the, film has been, the film has been bad. But I would make the point that, like, look, people for years tried to get him to switch to that position. He was smart not to switch there to begin with, right? And, and people ask why guys don't come back and take a shot at a different position. Like, that's why. Because dudes are going to make you look bad, and you're going to get clowned. So I, I actually almost I almost think more of him for giving it a shot, knowing that this was a possible or maybe even likely outcome, because it becomes the outcome and everybody sees it.
4: Doug, man, what, what Tebow should have done was this. Go, he should have gotten with someone prior to going to training camp. Maybe he did. I don't know. But he should have gotten with someone that could have at least taking him through the paces of how to be an adequate blocker, things to expect, how to keep your balance, because you're blocking defensive ends. Man, these dudes are big and fast and strong. Like, they're some of the best athletes on the field. You got to block them. And so if he went into this, and I say go into this in a training camp without getting some top-of-the-line, like, reach out to somebody, just see if they can give you some pointers and work with you for some weeks because this is not easy. It's not like, and you think like a lot of blocking, man, let's just call it what it is. For the most part, when you're doing cutoff blocks, that's all desire and want to man. When you're at the point of attack, you could have all the desire and want to, if you don't have the technique to go with it, you're in trouble. But a lot of that stuff is desire and want to, you got to want to do it. And nobody wants to do it. It's hard. It's not easy but when you've never done it, you can be the big strong looking quarterback. But when you got to really go down there and block TJ Watt? I don't want to block TJ Watt.
3: No, thank you.
4: And so you got to want to do that. And I believe he should have had somebody kind of preparing him for that. And I don't again, I don't know if he did it, but if he didn't, he probably messed up on that end.
3: TJ Huspen's out, a former NFL wide receiver and a pro bowler. Check him out up on Game Saturdays. That's at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ, great stuff, dude. Thanks for joining us.
4: Doug, take care, brother. Keep it up, my man.